This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 3rd of October. Justin, things are starting to look real exy for Optus. Anthony Albanese expects Optus to compensate customers who need to replace passports and driver's licenses. Mm -hmm. And this could cost Optus well over $1 billion. And that's not even including a fine. On Friday, we mentioned AGL was spending billions of dollars into its investment into renewables. Now, at the time, we said it was $100 billion. But we stand corrected. It was $20 billion. We're only human, but we will always own up to the errors. Three accurate stories today, Justin. <laughs> Let's do it. For our first, Treasury Wine Estates has announced the launch of a new Chinese-made penfolds that's designed and built for the Chinese market. Uh, desperate times calls for desperate measures, B-Man. So what has happened here? Okay, so Treasury Wine Estates is the Australian publicly listed company and it's one of the largest winemakers in the world. It's got a whole heap of brands you've chugged down, B-Man, like Lindemann's, 19 Crime, and of course, the crown jewel penfolds. Now, Jazzy Boy, I take you back to 2019 when everything was hunky-dory for Treasury Wine. Back then, Australian wine producers were selling $1.3 billion worth of wine into China. But that all changed in an instant. Yep, the Chinese government announced enormous tariffs on the export of wine into China. We're talking over 175% tariffs. So it made most of the wines exported to China from Australia completely unaffordable. So now, Treasury Wines has launched its first Chinese-made Penfolds wine named One by Penfolds and it's selling for around 50 bucks. What's the key learning here? A diffusion line is a secondary product line created by a luxury brand that aims to capture a different part of the market. Now, luxury brands can often feel, you know, a bit out of reach for the everyday consumer. But the diffusion line is often a lot cheaper and allows a broader market to access these goodies. It's like you get the excitement of wearing Armani, but it's Armani exchange quality. <laughs> But Justin, unlike those fashion brands, Penfold's diffusion line is created out of, you know, necessity mm-hmm. to crack the Chinese market without those enormous tariffs. But Brett, the risk of one by Penfold's is that it could reduce the overall Penfold's brand value in China, which mm. can sell for up to thousands of dollars a cork. For our second story, Biogen, a US-based biotech company, has announced a successful Alzheimer's trial, and as a result, its share price boomed, whoa, 40 Wowee. Just think about the upside of this drug if it actually works, Brett. What Mm. has happened here? Okay, so a bit of background. Alzheimer's disease is the most common form of dementia that destroys memory and thinking skills in the brain. And it affects a whole lot of people. We're talking over 55 million people worldwide that are living with Alzheimer's. Now, Justin, Biogen, they've run a successful trial to slow down brain deterioration. But, Jazzy Boy, this comes after many, and I mean many, failures as well. But in this case, there looks to be a lot of potential for Biogen's cure. So naturally, its share price jumped over 40%. Wow. So what is the key learning here? The outcomes of a biotech company are a bit like a roulette table. You either win big or you lose big. (laughs) Biotech companies spend billions and billions and billions of dollars each year Mm. on research and development. Some of the major biotech companies like Johnson & Johnson and Merck, they spend up to 25% of all of their revenue on research and development. But here's the thing, my friend. Only one out of 10 drug candidates actually pass the clinical trial testing stage and get regulatory approval. And then the chances of getting released to the public market is even Mm. lower. So when it goes well, it can go mighty well. But many products under development never actually see the light of day and make it to market. For our third and final story, Lego has continued to see its blocks shine bright like a diamond after a (laughs) 17% uplift in revenue. Ugh, not only 
the Lego piece is unbreakable, but the company seems to be too B, man. So what's the story? <laughs> the Lego Group was founded all the way back in 1932, would you believe, as a line of construction toys. Fun fact for you, Lego was actually short for Leg Got, which means play well in Danish. <laughs> Good knowledge. And play well, play mighty well, they have, Justin. Despite <laughs> supply chain concerns, Lego still managed to increase their revenue by 17%. That'd be more than 3.47 billion US dollars for the first half of this year. And the good news is, despite raw materials increasing significantly, Lego has committed to no more price rises before Christmas. It's a private company, so it can focus on optimizing for the long term. So what is the key learning here? For a company, the challenge between balancing short-term results and long-term strategy is ever-present. In particular, public company CEOs must present results to the public every half year and year in Australia. And even quarterly in many regions outside of Australia too. And this means CEOs tend to focus on improving short-term results, often to the detriment of long-term performance. I believe it's called short-termism. But Brett, in a private company, there isn't any group of public shareholders to report to. And B-Man, it's backed up by stats too. McKinsey, the consulting giant, did a study in 2014 that showed revenue growth for the long-term focused companies is 47% more on average than those who focus on the short-term. And Lego is in the fortunate position that it can and does focus on the long-term. Fluxam, it is a brand new month and at the beginning of every month, it's always a good opportunity to check your credit score in the brand new Flux app. Did you say brand new Flux app, Justin? I did, B-Man. Launched late last week. It is looking very schmick, if I might say so myself. So make sure to update your Flux app and check your credit score this month. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.